Whether you've tuned in for the radio show or the real estate business, you're in for one heck of a show. All right, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 355 now of the Ron and Don Show. Yeah, we're live from the Ron and Don Studios. Coming up on the Ron and Don Show, we're going to talk about dancing with Maui, uh, with my mother. And then also, uh, I think this is pretty important. Uh, Ron is going to talk about the fact that he has decided uh, to go see a nutritionist. I think is awesome. Yeah, we'll get to that though. Let's get to this. Let's talk about airlines. Let's talk about our behavior, our bad behavior. We just had some bad weather and we were trying to get out to go to Maui. We have an ice and rainstorm. I live on a really steep hill. You know where 12th Avenue West is on Queen Anne. It's very steep. And so my mother, my son, and I, in that snowstorm, we had to hike down the hill. These cars were just crashing like bumper cars. And uh, the, the city had, had an impossible time getting some of the arterials, which we are, on Queen Anne Mountain. And that's why I call it Queen Anne Mountain. Anyway, we had to go down this treacherous hill. I called Ron and the Ron and Don. He was so kind. This is a couple of days after Christmas. We're trying to get to Maui. He drove us all the way to the airport. Uh, it was like being with Santa Claus in a sled. So thanks for doing that. Yeah, the all-wheel drive. I bought a new car, and it has all-wheel drive. I was able to use That's always fun. When you get a car, yeah. and like it's, it's extra to get these features, you're like, I, man, it's a lot like you because they don't just sell you all wheel drive. You got the all wheel drive package also includes like the sunroof and the temperature seats and all that. So it's like, ah, do I really want to spend this? So I bought the all wheel drive. So I sort of felt like we had to use all of it. Like we I, did it. We did. I, I turned your heat seater on. Great. We're in all wheel drive mode. I felt like I got my money's worth. Yeah. Uh, in driving through that storm. Yeah, you did a great job getting us to the airport. And then I ju- I just prepared my family for the worst. I'm like, we're probably not getting on a plane. We're probably not going to Maui. You don't mean to be pessimistic. We, we we brought everything to have to sleep in the airport. Uh, you couldn't get into a hotel down there because a lot of people their flights were canceled as well. So the hotels were packed. How would we get back home? How long would we be in the airport? So we packed and we just, and I kept saying to my son, and this is something my grandmother would say, pack your patience, pack your patience, pack your patience. And then let's make sure when we're dealing with the Uber drivers or we're dealing with flight crews or we're dealing with uh, someone that's preparing food for us in the food court. I, I was I was kind of amazed, shocked and perplexed. Here we are. It's a couple days after uh, Christmas when it's peace on earth and goodwill toward men. And I was standing in line when we finally got to the airport because we were there now hours early and way too early. But you're either way too early or way too late. There's usually nothing in between. And I'm standing in line, and, and the people standing in line were just so rude, the people that they were ordering food from. And they were so short, and they weren't tipping them. And I'm like, you're damn lucky the way that the service industry is going right now and with the variants spreading that we can even, and flights being canceled and people stuck in airports, that these people are even showing up, that they are even showing up to make this pizza or pour you a cup of coffee. And why aren't we showing them more gratitude? And why are we being such schmucks to people? It didn't make sense to me. And then on our way back, when and we got lucky. We got stranded in Maui. I called Alaska Airlines, though, because they said, we canceled your flight. Please call us. And they said, some of the wait times are up to 10 hours. 
So you can put your name in the hat and then they'll call you back, which they did. I got a call back the next day. I talked to someone named Goldie and I just asked her because I was curious. I'm like, Goldie, how long have you been working for Alaska? She said 25 years. I said, have you ever seen anything like this? She said, no, because all the pockets of bad weather were changing. We get hit on the West Coast and they get hit on the East Coast. And then you had these fires in Colorado. It destroyed all these. It was crazy what was happening. And then it was like these Arctic blasts, and they're still just jumping around the country. Well, and then when the like your flight, the entire flight gets canceled. Most likely, it could have been weather. It can also be the crew. It was. Like if and you I, don't have the crew there, yeah. it's not like they can just summon another crew. Yeah. They're, 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 if the crew is sick or has COVID and has to quarantine, there's not nine other crews on standby waiting to fill the shoes of that or, crew. Or you got stuck somewhere in weather and your crew timed out, or you got exposed and you're not sick, but you're around someone that was. And so all these crews get timed out. So all this stuff is going on. And I'm like, Goldie, how are people treating you? And she said, for the most part, not well. She said, I have to give them the bad news. Uh, there's a lot of people, like, for instance, that I'm trying to get back to... Fairbanks, she said, I can't get them back for three weeks. She said, there's other places on the East Coast. I can't get people back there for a week and a half. And they are mad as hell. And they're, they were taking that on her. And she was just ready to quit. You know, she, she was just like, I've loved this job for 25 years, except until now. And I'm not using Goldie's real name. That's someone else for Alaska Air. She loves the airline. She loves working there. She didn't love the way that people were treating her. So I just got, and I don't get these. If you're anti-mask, I get it. Uh, that you're anti-mask, and we understand. When you, when, when you have gotten an Uber, though, to go to the airport, you had to wear a mask. As soon as you step out on the sidewalk, you have to wear a mask. When you walked into the airport, you had to wear a mask. When you went through security, you had a mask on. When you sat at the gate, when you went to the restaurant, you had a mask. And then you get on the airplane, and all of a sudden, you don't want to pull your mask over your nose, and you're going to make them divert the flight. Because you have rights and you have freedom. Makes no sense to me. You wore the mask all the way through, and then you get in your seat on the airplane, and then you want to make a lesson out of the rest of us. Hey, there's a lot of rules and regulations that I don't agree with in this life, but I just follow those because for the courtesy of others. And sometimes, in fact, over 5,000 times this last year, a flight crew member has somehow been attacked over 5,000 times this has happened. And so I really just want to remind us, especially for people that are in the service industry, when you jump in that Uber, when you order Uber Eats and you feel like you're paying too much, when you go to the airport and you're standing in line for that pizza or that person that is pouring your coffee, you're damn lucky. I'm damn lucky that they're there pouring the coffee, making the pizza, driving the Uber, Flying that plane, they're on that flight crew, going up and down with that damn cart, uh, trying to appease us all in a world right now where we're more packed in these airplanes than we've ever been, ever been. And I have friends that are part of flight crews that are just like, you know what, I'm just going to take a couple months off. So anyway, during this time, we must treat each other better and we must love our neighbor, not as ourselves, because sometimes we don't love ourselves very much. We got to do better with this. We just have to do better. Anyway, hey, you guys, we will see you on the other side. I would definitely recommend working with Ron and Don. Completely satisfied. 
100% guaranteed. (laughs) (laughs) If you're downsizing, upsizing, or right-sizing, Ron and Don can help you buy, sell, or invest in real estate. It all starts with a Ron and Don sit-down. Hi, my name is uh, Anthony Kroll. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Byron. Hi, I'm Oli. Hi, I'm Emmy. We are Team Greenland, and we sat down down with Ron Ron and and Don. Don. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, we talked about pricing. We talked about staging. We talked about location, about what the market was like. He gave us so much information. We would have a game plan and there'd be a team helping us and we went for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks to Ron and Don, we got the house of our dreams under asking price, which just does not happen in this market. And we could not be happier. And we wouldn't have been able to be where we're at in terms of buying and renovating a house without his expertise and support. Uh, we got an offer, I think day one, that was twenty-five to 50,000 over asking. I'm like telling my wife, don't you think we should take this? And she's like, no, we're sticking to this. We're gonna wait till that offer review date, like Ron and Don said, waited till offer review date. And we had like seven or eight more offers and an offer a hundred thousand over asking. With Ron and Don, you get two great minds that perfectly complement each other. You get the data and analytics, you get the creativity, the drive, and the energy. They are they are the complete package. If someone asked me, in fact, someone did ask me uh, recently how we sold our house so fast, and I said, well, we had a great realtor team, and that makes all the difference. Don't forget, when you're ready to sit down and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at runanddonsitdown.com. Well, there's nothing like these two in the great Pacific Northwest. Thank goodness. We do want to thank you for listening to the Ron and Don Radio Show, which is brought to you by Les Schwab and Ron and Don, who are licensed brokers at Windermere. All right, you guys, uh, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. Again, if you need us, we have buyer's playbooks, seller's playbooks. There's nothing for sale right now. So you're thinking of selling? Now's the time to do it. Oh, my God. Sell right now. Yeah. And don't let somebody buy off market. You're going to do lots of letters. We have a client. Some family member just came and said, hey, let's buy off market. We'll hang a feasibility study on it. They'll never pay you. And it's a pain in the heart. So anyway, optimum dollar right now. You got to go to market. Reach out to Ron, Ron at Windermere.com. And uh, we'll come up with a a plan as we head into the spring 2022. That's going to be a huge springboard for a lot of people as they create wealth through real estate. And we are here to help. Ronadon.com uh, when you're ready uh, to sit down. It's kind of amazing to me that growing up, if you think about, or at least if I think about, uh, some of the greatest influence that people had on me, besides my mother, who was a single parent, and my grandparents, who nicely would come park their travel trailer down in New Mexico for months at a time. And they would give my mom an assist. They would show up at our football practice. Uh, They were not just babysitters, but they became great friends and great uh, humans and great examples of what love can be in a couple, right? Or uh, you talk about true grit, learning that from my grandparents or practicing my first radio show. I used to do that with my grandma, Caroline, who lived to 94. And she, after that, she used to be on a radio show all the time. She was awesome, you guys. Anyway, as, as, as I'm kind of thinking about these things, whenever I get together with some of my high school friends, like I just had a high school friend come visit, we talked about just one of our coaches, Coach Johns, that we had in high school. 
And if I talk to my friend Mike Mara, or in this case, uh, if I'm talking to my friend Adam Powell or Danny, we we always talk about the coaches that had such a great influence on us. And you know what's weird? We get older, and as we get older, we stop reaching out and looking for mentors and coaches because we think for some reason that it signals a weakness in us or because we're cheap bastards and it costs money and we don't want to pay for those coaches. Anyway, Ron's about to hire a coach as we head into 2022. Uh, who are you hiring? What are you up to? And uh, you are a cheap bastard. So uh. <laughs> no, hopefully, hopefully I've gotten better in that regard over the years. Uh, I decided I'm, I'm, I'm having my first meeting with a nutritionist that is, I believe she's a doctor at the uh, University of Washington next week. And I, um, like a lot of people, um, there's the joke going around like, oh, I, I gained the COVID-19 pounds. So I gained some weight over, over COVID for sure. And I decided this time, again, I'm, I'm in my early 50s. I decided this time, maybe I should take a different approach than what I've done throughout my adult life and try to unravel or disentangle or learn something about how I approach food, the stories that I'm telling myself, the story that I'm telling myself about food. And um, I was like, okay, and it is expensive. You're right. Like you look at it, it's like, okay, like I'm gonna, I'm going to pay this person quite a bit of money uh, every session that we go through, and it's going to require me to do something. And because uh, uh, one of our listeners actually, when we were talking about uh, one of these topics, reached out to me and said, "Hey, Ron, read. You know, it makes me sad when I hear you talk about uh, your struggles with your weight. And would you maybe check out this book uh, that's sort of anti-diet movement, where there, you know, when you." label stuff good and bad and like oh i when i ate this i'm i'm now a bad person and if i would have ate that i would be a good person and like labeling things and categorizing things in those ways and i was like okay so i I actually downloaded the book i listened to it and i don't agree with everything they said in it but it was interesting to hear a different perspective of of how you interface with society and one of the things that has been I don't want to say it's in a bad way, but I've internalized it in in a way where I punish myself is being in close proximity with you my entire life. You legit enjoy exercise and you always have. And I really don't for the most part. And I've thought of that somehow I must be defective. There must be something wrong with me uh, because I don't want to get on a bike and ride a hundred miles. Like I really don't want to wake up in the morning and go pound the weights. Like I just, I've joined more gyms and quit more gyms in my life and bought bicycles and bought, you know, exercise gear and all this stuff. And it's, I really don't enjoy it. And so I've, I've thought, because I've always looked at you as like, why does Don like it? And I just don't like it. Like, what is it about me that's broken or wrong or not? functioning right where I don't that doesn't get me going and so all of these things instead of me just going back to the same stuff that I've always done and sort of punishing myself or going you're bad when you had a hamburger but you're good if you had a salad or if you know if we closed a big deal I get to reward myself with this 
food and dessert or I'm going to, what I had a stressful day, so I'm going to have a cocktail. And then if I'm good, I'm going to drink water or whatever. So I have some stuff going on, stories in my head that I tell myself around food and body image and weight and exercise that I think are not, I don't think, I know they're not healthy uh, in the sense of they're not functioning correctly. And so I, like you said, I'm going to reach out to someone who does this for a living and say, is there a way to get a handle on this? And I don't think I'm going to all of a sudden become Peloton guy overnight. Uh, and I don't think I'm going to be all of a sudden I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to be, you know, pumping weights every day. I don't think that's going to happen. But hopefully I think what can happen is to say, here's why I am this way. Here's maybe some different ways to think about it. And even as simple as going, eating a salad doesn't necessarily, it's not inherently spiking the football for that. And if you had a hamburger, all of a sudden you're a horrible human being. Like labeling, categorizing food as good and bad, just that concept alone, um, I'm hoping to unravel that and go, why Why is that ingrained in me and how do I not do that over Yeah, time? and I think that's cool. And thanks for being vulnerable on that because I think I think for guys our age, it, it's hard to admit that you need help. And, and I would tell anyone, uh, if you have problems with addiction and, and for instance, AA is not your thing, uh, or if you're just overindulging in a certain part of your life, and you know you're harming yourself, like it's doing harm to you, whether that's with sugar, whether that's with alcohol, whether that's with illicit drugs, prescription drugs, whatever it is, there is nothing wrong with investing in yourself and going out and hiring a coach. Uh, that's really what therapy is for me. When I, when I go see my therapist, I'm, I'm just checking in with my coach. I'm doing the work to play the game of life, but I check in with her because sometimes she can see things from 30,000 feet where, where she stays, and, and she's known me now for years. I'm always really touched when she remembers things that I've shared with her. Uh, and then she showed me her notes one day, just the, the notes that she takes when we have a conversation. And I didn't know that, that she took all these notes. And she'll look at those notes before we, we talk and we chat again, because she's my coach. And, and we all need someone to help us drag things into the light. And that's really what you're doing. You're, it's brave to drag these things into the light and to just throw them out on a table and say, why is this here? Is this serving me? And am I can continue uh, in this behavior or, or do I need to make a change? And then how do I make a change? How am I accountable in that change? As James Clear says, how does this become a habit that I can stack and then how does this become a new part of my life? Because as we get older, we're convinced that we can't change. Like I was thinking the other day about playing the guitar. I always make fun of the way that I play the guitar, but I actually play the guitar fairly well compared to most people that play guitar. And I was thinking, huh, you know, my son is interested in music. He plays the trumpet. I have all this gear that I've never even drug out and shown him. What would happen if I drug out this gear and we started writing a song together or I jumped online or I went and hired a guitar coach and became a better coach or became a better guitar player? For some reason, we always think it's kids that can learn new behaviors, that puppies can learn new behaviors. But as you get older, that we're just old dogs that can't learn new tricks. And we can. It's a lot harder because our brains are a little different. Uh, 
And the other thing that's hard is because our lives are so crowded with so many things. And the thing that I love that Ron always says, whether it's in our business and our personal life, if you're going to add something, then what is the thing that you're going to take away to make room for that? And that's the thing for those out there that struggle with addiction. When you remove that addiction, the reason why people go back is because it creates this time and space continuum. And you have to do something with this new time and space. And you can either go and become a better guitar player or you can sit there in Jones and go, here I am watching a football game. This is when I always drank and holy crap and I really want to drink or I really want to uh, do, pop those prescription drugs or those pain what, what, or drink whatever that thing is. And, and I think hiring a coach in the same way that, that you and I talk about co- uh, Coach Johns and, and we're in our 50s now. He had this great impact on us. We were 15, 16, 17 years old. Think about the impact that our therapists or coaches had on us or the, the, the impact that this nutritionist can have on you. Uh, and I see a nutritionist and it is so helpful. So I'm, I'm, I'm so happy, uh, that you're doing that. So in, invest in yourself, you guys in 2022, you are worth that. Uh, and you're worth every damn dime that you spend on yourself this year. See you on the other side. <laughs> Switch to Mitch. Switch to Mitch. Switch to Mitch. Everybody in the Ron and Don Nation, Ron, is switching to Mitch. That's right? the right. Mitch.loans. Mitch Weeks joins us. And Mitch, you did something the other day that was amazing to us. Ron and Don Nation member wanted to buy a house. You were at an engagement party. The audacity of going to an engagement party. I was able to call you and get the approval letter because we just didn't have it and we put the deal together. So, A, thanks for answering the phone. And that's different than a big bank, right? It sure is. Yeah. I like to be always available for my customers, especially Ron and Don Nation. And yeah, you got you got me on the phone and I stepped out of the party and we quickly got him approved. It felt great. Yeah. So on a Saturday night, I was bringing the buyer and I reached out to my friend Todd and Sue and I said, hey, let's reach out to Mitch tonight. And on a Saturday night, there's no big bank out there that's going to get this deal done. We got it done, and we were able to buy that home. We went on day one. We bought it on day one because Mitch was there, and he answered his phone on Saturday And then night. they are still getting the half a percent deal for being in the Ron and Don Nation from Mitch.loans. Go to Mitch.loans right now. If you're buying a new place, you save a half a percent just for being in the Ron and Don Nation. NMLS 169-1573. Hey, you guys, welcome back to uh, uh, the Ron and Don Show. Thanks for supporting us this year, our business. Again, if you need us as agents, as friends, as broadcasters, just reach out. Go to ronanddon.com. Get signed up for the newsletter. Uh, we send it out, the Nation News, to over 6,000 people once a week. We don't sell that off to anyone. We don't sell your information. So you're not going to get spammed, and we're not going to follow you around on the Internet. So you don't have to worry about that. Ronanddon.com. Uh, if you need real estate broadcasts or just need a friend, uh, reach out to us. Hey, uh, we just did something really cool, and I just, I just had one of the greatest times of my life as an adult human. Uh, I had the opportunity to take my son and my mother, who we hadn't seen for 15 months. Uh, we went over to see our friend uh, Maui Joe and, and Jennifer, and Joe is, is one of my business partners, one of my great mentors, both he and, and Jennifer. And uh, anyway, they have a house that they're working on over in Maui, and it has a pool, jacuzzi, it's on a golf course, really super cool. And so we had a chance to go over there. My mom stayed there. They invited us to stay with them. And it was interesting because Joe and I would get up, we'd do our workouts in the morning, and then everybody there just kind of takes a nap, right? And so it's it's Christmas Eve, 
and I had just taken a nap, which I'm not a big nap person, but over there, man, you can just take a nap. You just can. I mean, the spirit of Mahalo and Aloha and all that is very, very real. So I had just taken a nap and I've got, I got up and I went into the kitchen and there's a song that is being played that my song, lo- that my son loves from guardians of the galaxy. In fact, when we get up and we go to bed, we will listen to a song from guardians of the galaxy. And I walked into the kitchen and I think he was playing DJ. So he had the music on and Joe is dancing, which scares the hell out of me because he used to be in my spin class and we ride to tempo and he could never be on tempo, right? And he's just a maniac. His wife Jennifer is dancing and then my my mother is in the kitchen and uh, she is dancing. So I want to find it here for you real quick. Uh, Mom can cut a rug. What's that? She's a good dancer. Yeah, what did you do on New Year's exactly? What was I doing on New Year's? I was I was on New Year's. So, uh, do you want to play your video first? Yeah, here it is. Hey guys, what's going on? Happy New Year's Eve. We're at Maui Joe and Jennifer's place in Maui. They've been kind enough to invite Gunner myself. And there's Grandma. Uh, I just want you to know that no alcohol has been consumed at this point. This is just pure Maui fun. Right? Uh, Joe, anything you'd like to say on this New Year's? Happy New Year, everybody. All right. Jennifer, anything you'd like to say? Happy New Year. Grandmom, anything you'd like to say? Happy New Year. All right. And my son is around here somewhere. Happy New Year. What's that? Happy New Year, everybody. (laughs) So so anyway, after this, something happened that occurred that is one of the most touching things that I've ever seen in my life. My friend Joe will tell you that when he was four years old and he grew up in a very big family, uh, there were six siblings and his mother had passed away. And I remember sitting with him one breakfast because we used to have breakfast after he ride my spin class. And that's how we met. And I, and we were talking about the fact if, if you could talk to anyone again in, in your past life and they could sit here at breakfast, and they could have a conversation with us, who would it be? And a lot of people pick JFK, and a lot of people pick Jesus, and I've heard Jim Jones, all, all kinds of, you always get really interesting answers. It's a great conversation starter. But he said, you know what, Don? I, would, I just want to hear my mom's voice one more time. He goes, I don't remember her, and I can't hear her voice. And he said, I would want to hear her voice and I would want to remember her voice. And he's this very successful businessman, this incredible teacher, mentor to me, but also to his kids and other people in the community. Uh, He has created great wealth, he and his wife both for their family, but they share it like they share it. And when I met him, he was driving around a mom's minivan. just because it was in the family, it's a used car, and it's a good place to sleep when you need to take a nap in the afternoon. Just really practical. Everything's a utility to him, which I love. But he really treats other humans extraordinarily well. Even though he couldn't ride a spin bike in my spin class, I was very surprised by something. Because when I first got up from my nap, and I walked into the kitchen, and I heard this music playing from Guardians of the Galaxy, which my son was behind. And I see my mom freestyle dancing, and she's 79. 
and I see Joe dancing and Jennifer dancing, they weren't dancing together. And then when the song changed, Joe went over and he asked my mother to dance. And so he began dancing with her in the kitchen. And it's just the five of us along with, uh, along with Gunner. And I'm like, where did these dance moves come from? He can like really move and he can't ride to tempo in my spin class, but he's doing all this fancy schmancy stuff with my mom and my mom, you could just see her. She was 15 years old again at the sock hop. And these guys just started getting after it. So I turned my camera on. I filmed it. It's on my Facebook page if you want to see it. It has gone viral. Thousands of people have watched it. And it is just pure joy. And I thought about Joe. And in fact, I wrote him a note how proud his mom would be and the way that he treats other people and other humans. Uh, It is so kind. And I wish that maybe we had cameras back then in the same way that we do now because I'm able to capture my mom's voice. Right. And, and, and when my mom is no longer here, which is going to be a long, long time from now, I hope, we'll still be able to see her and watch her dance and celebrate her. But anyway, to be there on New Year's and watch one of my best friends dance with my mother and my mother's partner being gone, died a couple of years ago, and then she faced cancer and COVID at the same time, 15 months alone in her house during a pandemic. Uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful picture to walk in on. Uh, and it's been so fun to share that with others. And boy, can, can those two people dance, you guys. So as my little late sister used to say, if you got a pile of laundry or you got an opportunity to dance in the kitchen, why wouldn't you dance in the kitchen with someone you love? Just one more time. And I thank Joe for dancing in the kitchen with my mother on New Year's 2021 and 2022. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to the Ron and Don Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe. Thanks for making us your real estate brokers. Thanks for giving us such a tremendous year. And we can't wait to see what we all will do in 2022. So if you're thinking about buying, investing, or you just want to talk about the conversation of maybe selling, reach out to us. You can write Ron directly, ron at windermere.com. That's ron at windermere.com. And check out our website, ronanddon.com, for the podcast, everything that's radio, the newsletter, the nation news, and also we can do a sit down together. Uh, it's all at ronanddon.com. Keep your head up, keep your shoulders back. We'll see you next time for episode 356 only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet, and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 On the Ron Don Radio Network.